Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet, designed to educate, create awareness, prevent addiction, and help stop re-addiction. Search Etsy.com for the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet and use the code PODCAST to save 15% on your purchase. Welcome back to week two of Wedding Stories. This week we find our friend Lynn's wedding DJ to the non-stars, hard at work at another fun wedding dance, when something happens that is the nightmare of all great wedding DJs. But of course, he handles it. And then Tammy is back with the tale of the crazy ex-girlfriend. Plus, we've got some cute short wedding anecdotes you don't want to miss, so stay tuned. Before we get going, I just want to say thank you to our first coffee patron who bought myself and my sisters a week of virtual coffee just to say thank you for making the show. How great is that? It was so fun to wake up and find the message in my inbox. Coffee.com, which is spelled K-O-F-I.com, is a really cool website where you can basically buy virtual cups of coffee as a way to say thanks to some of your favorite creators, like us. We love coffee, the real kind, and the website coffee.com. So if you want a cool way to say thanks and help support the show, buy us a cup or two. The links are in the show notes. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, this episode includes swear words. Linz is a trained professional DJ, and he's great at his job. In this story, his quick thinking saves some people from some real low places. To the northwest of Grand Rapids, there's a county called Ionia County, and um, they have this place called the Ionia County Fishing and Hunting Lodge. And it's actually a pretty, a beautiful lodge building and you know, they have events and weddings. And so this, you know, we're on CDs, right? There's no digital playback option of um, an MP3 player or everything. And CDs can skip, right? Like, right, yeah, they, they can. They get scratched up real fast. Uh-huh. And especially if you're transiting CD players around, like the laser can actually get bumped off track. You know what I mean? It, right. It can go wrong. Well, having thought of none of this, I just went to the <laughs> Ionia County Fishing and Hunting Lodge and I knew that the likelihood of playing some country line dance songs were pretty high, you know. And <laughs> right. we have friends in low places on one of our CDs. You know, you don't play that early in the night. That's no, a, a, I, was just, I just pictured a whole bunch of drunken people. Oh, <laughs> I, so drunk. I had a flashback. <laughs> and so everybody had to drive here. You know what I mean? Like nobody, mm-hmm. there weren't any Ubers. There was no nothing. There was no limo. Like everyone drove their pickup. Like that's what this, this kind of thing was. So, and these people were hammered and they ask if I have Garth Brooks, friends in low places. I put it in, I say, you guys are in for a treat. You know, here's where I have, here's your favorite song. And it got a, just, I mean, everybody, a big cheer and all the drunkest people just kind of clump in the middle and just start, I don't know, drooling on each other. And it's a six minutes. It's a long song, insanely long. If you're not the one dancing to it. And two minutes in, right as it's starting to get good, it skips. 
Now, sometimes you can not track forward, but you can sort of zoom forward. It's like the skip forward button and it goes by a couple seconds. And so I tried to do that and it skipped forward like a full minute or two. And so basically like when I tried to push back, it started back to the beginning. I got all these groans. I mean, I have never seen so many drunk hicks mad. And so basically like there's one person who isn't all the way drunk, right? And they're coming up and they're like, hey, what can you do? You gotta play a song. Like I was like, well, <laughs> it's skipping. I don't know what to do. Does anyone have it in their car? I mean, I'm sure somebody. Everyone drove. You know, right, somebody right. has it. Yeah. Uh, so then all these drunk people are like going to their car to find <laughs> the CDs, and they're like, that's actually like funny. The, yeah, and it's the first time <laughs> drunk people have followed through on anything. You know, right, I mean, they're just right. like, I'm on a mission, and this is Garth, man. These are my friends, and we're in low places. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I can picture this completely. Oh, man. All this happened. I get, you know, someone delivers me the song. It plays, and so we're fine. But, like, during this is when, you know, the mother of the bride or the groom basically decides, like, okay, you got to stop playing music, so they stop drinking. Oh. So, so I played the song and instead of a, that and another hour of music, it was like, I played that song and it was like, ladies and gentlemen, it had such a great, so I ended on this whole debacle. <laughs> Friends in low places, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. Oh, How man. often does that happen where you have to like, they, someone comes and says, cut the music. People are too so, hammered. It was the only time I've been cut down early. I mean, most of the time they're like, stay late, stay late, stay late. Yeah. I don't care what. I, I've never been at one where they've like cut it off early because people are too hammered. Yeah. But I could see that happening like in Wisconsin, anywhere in the mm -hmm. Midwest, honestly. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. When you're <laughs> like, when you're driving, when everybody's pre-gaming with light beer and then they switch to liquor. <laughs> yes. Yes, I've partied with those Wisconsin people and they can drink beer like for a very long time and I'm thinking of one man in particular that I met and he was like he was drunk but he goes, "Hey, we're going to switch to rum and cokes now to wake ourselves up." <laughs> and I was like, "Good logic there, dude." Yeah. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Tammy loves weddings, and she's happy to accompany a friend as his plus one. Things are going wonderfully, and it's looking like she made a new friend. Or did she? I was somebody's plus one at a wedding, which was something when, you know, when you get out of high school and you don't have, well, I mean, this was like in college, actually, so it wasn't really out of high school, we were all getting out of college and you know coming back home. And some of my high school friends didn't always have uh, a date and they would be standing up in a wedding. And so we were sort of each other's dates. Right, I mean, that's like a thing, I guess still. So um, I know sometimes people are like, oh, he's bringing so-and-so to a wedding. Like, you know, and so they naturally assume like there's something going on. So, um, so I was someone's plus one and I was sort of stuck at the plus one table. Uh, <laughs> the person didn't realize at the time that their crazy ex was back in, in town. Um, oh, that's they, never good. That's never good. And I was that person's plus one. And I didn't know how really crazy this person was. Like she had taken like a baseball bat to their wind, his window. Okay, when, that's um, crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy. 
she had kind of stalked him. But then, you know, supposedly she got, like, sent off on the Peace Corps thing, and she was supposed to be gone for a long time. And she magically returned one day, and no one was expecting it. Like, I think the bride was her best friend. Like, they were besties. And so she sent an invitation out of courtesy. Then she didn't tell anybody when she actually responded. So I'm sitting at this table and, you know, when you're younger, you drink a little bit more and you might not be aware of how much you consume, per se. I had a few of those, right? And so um, she showed up during dinner, not necessarily for the wedding part. Um, And so... I'm hanging out with this girl all night and blissfully unaware of like who she is. Like, and I'm going on and on about like, you know, this crazy chick and. Oh no. Oh no. no. Okay. I was wondering where this is going to go. I'm like, okay, well, how, where's this house? What's going to happen? All right. Go on. So you're telling the crazy chick about the crazy chick. Right, because I well had right? Yeah, yeah there's a lot there's a lot of lessons here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, because you know when you're away, like you you hear about like everybody's stories and like I was always everybody's person to tell to. Like so I was like their I was like the the psychiatrist or psychologist or social worker, like of my friends. Like I was. Yeah, my- I understand. I have freaking complete strangers tell me crazy stories, so I get it. Yeah. So I'm here, and I'm, I'm <laughs> no one knows, you know. And so I like she was the last person I expected, but she, I guess, had seen me dancing, you know, during some intro or having to go out, oh. like you know, for the introduction. So she's thinking that I'm his date, like, which I am his date, but we weren't dating. Right, right, right. You're just his, you're, yeah, his plus one basically is the best way. Right. And I was also the one that he complained about to this girl, because this was like before Facebook, right? So like, we used to talk on the phone, like, so you don't get. Oh, so he would tell, he would call you and complain about her. Right. Oh God, this is just bad all the way around. Okay, keep going. So, um, I didn't have my filter and I'm like, and that like batshit crazy chick, like, and <laughs> Oh my God. I'm so glad yeah. you didn't get murdered. Right. So like she's sitting there listening and like taking this all in and then, you know, I had been like, I don't know how long my, like, like my little pie hole had been like open and like Tammy is busy chatting up the woman next to her all about her platonic date's crazy ex-girlfriend when all of a sudden he overhears her and all hell breaks loose. Stay with us. Hey, it's Kim, and I just want to say that the fact that you are listening just blows our minds. Thanks so much. I also wanted to ask you if you'd like to become a producer on the show. Yeah, you, a podcast producer. How do you do that? Well, you just hop over to patreon.com, search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here, and sign up to support us. There's all different levels over there with lots of fun perks. This is an independent podcast, so when you support us, you are truly helping to produce the show. And it's pretty cool to say that you're a podcast producer, right? Head to Patreon. Make it happen. Things are getting interesting for Tammy, her new friend, and her date. Then... 
he hears me like when he was walking over and his jaw dropped so like I get kind of like hit in the head with like a boutonniere and like so I see him running and hiding under a table (laughs) oh my god the poor guy yeah and so surreptitiously I think he was trying to get my attention and pull me right I was like that's so odd like and so um I would totally not understand. I'd probably just go, Oh my god, there's the guy I've been talking to you about. He just that's he's throwing flowers at me now. I'd be so yeah, dead to do something like that. He's hiding, under, he's hiding under the table. What's going on? Yeah, you wanna meet him? Oh yeah, right. I'd even be that way. Mm-hmm. A bride was kind of like one of my friends too, but not as much. Like I just right. knew her from like, you know, parties and things that she was at that I was at blissfully unaware like of what had been going on so like she goes up and she's like oh my gosh you made it and she says the girl's name and I just like turn like white (laughs) yeah so what was your takeaway from this story So, like, make sure that when you're referring to, like, you know, talking about, like, the batshit crazy chick, that you're not actually talked to her, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Make sure if you're going to talk about someone who's batshit crazy, make sure you're not talking to batshit crazy. And it's the same person. Right. Or any of her relatives would, yeah, anybody related. Kind of maybe just don't talk about batshit crazy to other people. (laughs) (laughs) You want to have faith? Don't do it. But if you want to have an interesting life, go for it. Right, right. Yes. These three short wedding stories from myself, Linz, and Tammy are just too good not to share. It's my first wedding and my first wedding reception. And of course, someone calls the cops. So, my stepfather is a crazy person. Mm -hmm. He likes to drink and he gets crazy. And my (laughs) ex-father-in-law was um, also a crazy person, but a reformed alcoholic. And so, at our wedding, everyone was staying at like a Holiday Inn or something, but we weren't staying there. And my ex-father-in-law and mother-in-law had a room around the pool. So the next morning when we get back from where we had been staying, we meet up with everybody and my ex-father-in-law is like, oh, you know, God damn it, in the middle of the night I had to call the cops because some asshole jumped in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, oh my God, no, really? Yeah. So then I'm only with with my in-laws at this point. So then I run into my own family and my stepdad's like, does anyone have a blow dryer? I've got to get these shoes dried out. I'm like, what happened to your shoes for the, from the tux? And he's like, well, he was the asshole that jumped in the uh-huh. pool. <laughs> so on the, the marriage started off with my father-in-law calling the cops on my stepfather. It was a great start. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Linz's grandma almost misses his wedding, and for a very funny, especially to Linz, reason. My grandmother was visiting town uh, for my wedding, uh, came up to Grand Rapids, and this was uh, during Bush Jr., uh, W. Bush, Uh and he visited, he flew into Grand Rapids on the day of my rehearsal dinner and like 
shut down the city basically and my grandmother wasn't able to make it to the rehearsal dinner oh no <laughs> and this is my grandmother and i are on opposite ends of the political spectrum and so i just told her i don't like that man and and she's like, oh, well, you know, he's a good president. And I said, yeah, but he personally affected my wedding. <laughs> yes. Now I really don't like him. <laughs> right. And she couldn't say anything about that. Yeah. You know? yeah he I was like, I like him. I hate him for personal reasons now. <laughs> now he's, yeah, now he's crossed the line. Yeah. Tammy loves flowers, and she takes that love to a new level at this wedding dinner. I don't know. Some people say I'm crunchy. Some people say I'm a little granola girl, but I don't know if that's true. I, I've been known to hunt trees. So I was studying like, you know, the naturalist thing. And in California, we had a bunch of us that would go look for wild edibles. And um, so that was cool in Northern California, right? I moved back to Chicagoland and one of my friends invited me to her wedding I was at the wedding with some other people from work and I was at the work table and um, apparently I was the only one who was into searching out wild edibles because um, that's not really a thing in most suburbs of Chicagoland. And so we're sitting there eating dinner and this girl freaks out because they put a um, flower on the plate with her dessert. And I was like, well, it's actually edible. And so is the centerpiece. And she's like, uh-uh, like you don't eat flowers. So um, I decided to prove my point and totally freak this girl out when I started eating the centerpiece. It was kind of like a dare that I took upon myself. <laughs> it was, um, everyone's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, it's totally edible. Like I could eat this and not die. And I proceeded to eat some flowers. We were like, pass me the salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Today's show was produced by myself, Kim A. Floden, with help from our producers who are supporting the show through Patreon.com and Coffee.com. Our show this week features my friends and great storytellers, Linz Florin with his fun wedding DJ stories, and of course, Tammy, who seems to have a lot of funny stories. Learn more about both Linz and Tammy in our show notes on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com. They are both super talented, fun, and creative people with some fun stuff going on, so be sure to check them out. Thank you to our sponsor, the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet. Search Etsy.com for Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet and use the code PODCAST to save 15%. Our music was found on YouTube's Creator Library. The artist is Silent Partner and our theme song is called Seventh Floor Tango and our ad music is Blue Skies. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then... Pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, how in the hell did I get here? I did it twice and, and I got divorced two times. So, And the yeah. second wedding, I got married in Banff and it was just he and I. We basically eloped, sort of. But mm -hmm. <laughs> that one was funny because... I was getting ready. We were getting ready. We had a hotel room. We were getting ready in the hotel room. And I was like, I'm hungry. Can you go get something for me to eat? And he brought me back bruschetta, which I had my wedding dress on. And I'm like, 
I can't eat <laughs> I can't eat oh. this. This stuff flies all over the place. So that was like, okay. And then we um, get to the wedding and he had a new suit. He forgot to open the pockets up so he couldn't, he like went to put the ring in the, his po the pocket. He couldn't do that. And then after the wedding, he realized that he had gone through the whole wedding with his zipper down. So I'm like, oh. I don't know what this all meant, but it, in the end, it didn't bode well. <laughs> yeah. But it was a beautiful wedding because Banff is gorgeous. And we got married right. in a park in Banff. And it was a super fun day. And yeah, I, I don't regret doing that. It was really fun. Yeah. 